the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Good morning, San Antonio. You are tuning in to Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, an event planner at Marquardt Law Firm. This is sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm, and we have a guest today, Mr. Herb Nordmeyer. Now, Mr. Marquardt, how is your Saturday morning going? I'm doing well. And we started again with breakfast. Uh, what was the name of that place? Teca Molina. It was a nice little Spanish restaurant right off of San Pedro. I really liked their chorizo and egg tacos. Great breakfast tacos, but no pancakes and no waffles. We are still on the search for waffles, Mr. Marquardt. It's so hard to find a place that's actually open before 11 o'clock that serves breakfast now. So if you have a recommendation for us, please call us today right Right now, we're live on The Answer, 9.30 a.m. You can reach us right now at 210-308-8867. If you know a good waffle place, please call us immediately. We need to start planning out our next Saturday's breakfast. Or if you have a dish that you prefer at a well-known restaurant, don't be afraid to give us a call. The number again, 210-308-8867. 8867. Now, other than talking about our breakfast plans, Mr. Marquardt, why else are we here on the radio? The mission of Talk Law Radio is to help you discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs our law license, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law but does not want us to attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of general information. Instead, contact an attorney like Marquardt Law Firm to discuss your specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. It's a great thing that we're open Monday through Friday for that, Mr. Marquardt. (laughs) That's right. Before we get started uh, talking today, let's begin with a prayer. Absolutely. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing and failing to do your will. Please help those who have failed or feel like failures. Please help Christiana, Herb Nordmeyer, and me give good information to the listeners about failure and success today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's been really amazing these last couple of weeks, Todd, as many guests as we've had, like last week when we talked about Oasis with Brenda, um, and next week we're going to be having Rick Hood online talking about Medicare, but what's going on for today's episode? Well... We're not talking so much about uh, law that's in the books. This is more of a law of the universe. 
Law of the Universe. <laughs> Failure and Success. Is that a new law book? No, Christiana. Failing My Way to Success is a book written by Herb Nordmeyer. And the reason we invited him to join us on Talk Law Radio is because his book might help someone with a perceived failure, maybe in family relationships, or a perceived failure in business. But what does a failure in family relationships look like? One example is when maybe a loved one passes away and all the deceased person's children are at the funeral except one. Where do you think that person is? Probably casing the house. They're at the house cleaning out all the valuable personal effects. And uh, you may think that that's silly or unbelievable, but it has happened. Now, what about a failure in a business? What would that look like? Uh, Another example might be a partnership between two entrepreneurs, one of whom just returned from military service and another who left a big company, joining together to use their skills to provide a valuable service. Uh, One problem that could develop is if one of these men uh, has sort of a controlling personality wants to always be in charge, even though they own the business 50-50, maybe it just doesn't work out. Well, that's what happens when differences in opinions just can't seem to work together then. But Mr. Nordmeyer, what kind of failures are you going to share with us today? Okay, Uh, I'm going to start with failures that occurred when I was a child. And uh, the book, Failing My Way to Success, uh, this is the first volume of a series, uh, covers failures I made up until the time I was about 22 years old. Oh, wow. And some of them were things that I did. Some of them were based on circumstances. Uh, One of the first ones is when I was attacked by a crawdad. My cousins and my brothers told me I could catch crawdads in a bar ditch if I would put my finger in and wiggle it very slowly. What is a crawdad? A crayfish. Oh, okay. Uh, Like a lobster, but smaller. Ah. And it came up and it felt of my finger, and I was supposed to pull back and pull it onto shore. Well, it bit down solidly. Mm. I learned I could not trust my brother or my cousins when they suggested that I do something. Oh, goodness. That was an important lesson. That is a very hard lesson learned. Yes. Would you like to see the scar? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Actually, there's no scar, but since this is radio, I can claim. <laughs> yeah, that's an important lesson dealing with family and human relationships. And uh, it Something that Christiana and I at the law firm deal with every day because we help people with their estate planning and with their uh, business planning. And so we run into people who are worried about their family relationships. All too often, it's uh, concerns about conflicts or I know that mom didn't want it like this or I know that dad promised me that and you weren't there for me when I had to go to my soccer practice and you were always tearing up my art projects. And there is so much there that you focus on the bad and you focus on what your family is doing wrong, that you don't focus on what can you learn together. So if you're just joining us today, listening, tuning in, this is uh, Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. Now, we actually have more than just our special guest, Mr. Herb Nordmeyer, talking about his book, Failing My Way to a Success. He actually provided us with two free copies. So if you are one of the first two callers to contact us, dial in at 210 308 
888-888-8867 for a chance to win a free copy of Failing My Way to Success, Volume 1. But Herb has a special um, request in how this book be used. Will you explain that? Uh, Thank you, Todd. I would like you to read the book, sign it, and then find somebody who could benefit from the book, pass it on to them, ask them to read the book, sign it, and find somebody else. Hopefully, each of these books can be read by 20 or 30 people before they wear out. I know I found, uh, I got a lot out of it just by uh, reading and learning from your experiences. Uh, Stay tuned with us because we're going to get more into uh, Herb Nordmeyer's failures and successes by talking to him about his book, Failing My Way to Success, Volume 1. Herb is... uh, a famous San Antonian, and he'll tell us more about his fame when we come back. So tune in and listen back for Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. For a chance to win one of our books, call in at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. a veteran or spouse at least 65 do not apply for VA benefits until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Attorney Todd Marquardt is accredited to appeal denied benefit claims. The Marquardt Law Firm is hosting a free VA regulation and aid seminar October 24th at Northwood Presbyterian Church, 518 Pike Road in San Antonio, hosted by Attorney Brittany Lastition. Learn about these changes and how to better qualify for a non-service connected veterans pension. Register by calling 210-530-4278 MarquardtLawFirm.com You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. They can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're live today with self-publishing author, Herb Nordmeyer of Failing My Way to Success and a number of other books that he's also published. Now, Herb, why are you failing your way to success? What inspired you to write this book with this title? Well, I was at a writing conference and uh, Jack Canfield, the creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul, was there. And he said that if I wanted to succeed, I needed to list 100 successes, no matter how small, and then review them on a weekly basis. And that would channel my mind where uh, I could have successes. I tend to be contrary and can't follow instructions. So after getting two or three successes written down, I started writing down failures. Well, why failures, though? They just kept coming up. (laughs) (laughs) There was more of them than uh, that I could... I could think of. And so I ended up with over 300 failures on my list. And I started then adding, what did I learn from them? Then I started, did did that lead to a success? And I found that most of them led to successes over the years. So uh, I was commenting to this to somebody, and they said, why don't you write a book? Well, there was that failure when you were young. I read about in the book, your teacher told you that you couldn't write a sentence. Right. Uh, I have dyslexia. And uh, Miss Lyon, Mrs. Mrs. Lyon uh, concluded I could not write a sentence. I could never write a paragraph. 
Uh, but she helped me considerably. I made a 60 on an IQ test, and I was moved to the cannot learn class. And she helped me get out of that. So tell us more. uh, For those of us who are not familiar with the technical term dyslexia, what exactly, how is that challenging? Well, there is a tendency to reverse letters, for example. I can look at the word was and I can read saw. Hmm. And I have a problem staying on the same line when I am reading. Therefore, having a straight edge when I'm reading, which I was told in school you should never do, (laughs) allows me to read. You know, I saw a guy uh, sitting next to me on the airplane, and he had his book upside down, and he was looking at it. And I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to question him about his uh, behavior, but I I was just so curious I couldn't help myself. I said, sir, I'm sorry to bother you. Will you share with me why you're looking at the book upside down? And he said, sure. Uh, I have dyslexia, and by reading it upside down, I have to focus on each word and then he didn't skip lines like you're talking about. I had not heard of that, but that makes a tremendous amount of sense. Mm -hmm. It sounds like dyslexia has various symptoms for different people. Um, Everybody seems to be experiencing it different. Like you heard that the letters seem to switch themselves around, and the gentleman that that Todd had met had to read the book upside down. So the, overcoming this failure eventually led to you publishing books. That is correct. Now, if you have dyslexia, how are you even able to write these books? Well, first off, I went out and I married Judy. Judy. She is an editor. And she can take words that I have written that... Uh, the computer autocorrect cannot figure out what they are, and she can figure out what word I meant. So we buy red pens by the gross <laughs> because she uses them in uh, editing my poor excuse for writing. So does the pages come back looking like a bloodbath? Very much so. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Well, if you are tuning in, we are here on Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt, talking with Herb Nordmeyer about his book, Failing My Way to Success, Volume 1. So I wanted to ask uh, you to tell our listeners more about your career. You're not really a career publisher, right? No, sir. You're, You're in the cement business. That is correct. Uh, it started when I was... 11 years old, and my father needed a chemistry education because of a new job he had. My mother was a chemist, so three nights a week the kitchen table was cleaned off, and uh, we had a college-level chemistry class. Uh, I was told to participate. The other kids were allowed to go outside And after four years of this, we had a year of cement chemistry uh, with Eno Weiske and uh, got to high school, and they insisted that I take high school chemistry. I was a brat (laughs) because I knew more. Even the teacher admitted I knew more chemistry than he did. I then went out and got a real education and had a real job, And after a few years, I got back to what I learned at the kitchen table. Then I ended up over the years being head of research and development for uh, one of the major material suppliers in the concrete construction industry. Wow. Um, You grew up on the border, though, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Will you share one of the experiences that you write about in the book where uh, you had a run-in with the Border Patrol? Oh, goodness. That was an interesting read. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 
down from where last time I was on an interview, I mentioned the title of a book, and the interview came to a stop. So I apologize for uh, using that word. Uh, there were some uh, non-documented people camped beside the canal, and I went down and I joined them. I did this on a regular basis. And the Border Patrol showed up. We weren't watching. And they were getting ready to deport all of my friends. So I refused to speak English. I insisted that if they were going to deport my friends, they deport me also. My friends did not back me up. And finally, one of the Border Patrol took me, turned me over his knee, and he paddled me. <laughs> I must admit, I deserved it. <laughs> then he said, do you want to go home now, or should I take you home and talk to your father? I went home. <laughs> wow. That, that was a lesson. So what did you learn from that? Well, I learned that... Uh, if I had a position that could not be defended, it would be just a little bit better to admit it and go ahead and behave myself. That's a good lesson for all of us to learn. Um, but that's not the, the one that made you a, a renowned uh, chemist in, in the art of concrete, though, right? Right. So tell us more about how you uh, accomplished your goals in, in the concrete industry. Well, uh, by the time I was 17 years old, I was with uh, Pozzolana Incorporated and uh, Rio Clay Products. Since I was too young to work out in the plant, they put me in the lab. And before long, I was assistant to the head of research and development for those two companies. Uh, I like to tell people, because they can't uh, accept what I was doing, that my job was to sweep out the lab. <laughs> you know, people can accept a 17-year-old with that kind of job. But we had things like uh, the uh, New York transportation people needed a concrete that would set to 25,000 PSI in 28 days. They wanted to be able to pour concrete in one of the tunnels under the Hudson River and be able to drive on it within just a couple days. In this day and time, they would say they needed high early strength concrete. That term had not been invented. Hmm. So I went to work and there were people all over the country that were working on this problem, and I got it up to uh, selecting aggregate based on the size so that there would be the fewest air particles or air spaces with, within the gravel. I got it up to 18,000 PSI. 2,500 is the standard uh, strength for sidewalk concrete. Okay. And the aggregate broke. I needed stronger aggregate. So what did you learn from that? Uh, I learned that in developing any aggregate product uh, or any concrete, you need to look at the pore space between the particles, and you need to figure out how to fill the pore space with various things going down to cement particles and then filling the space between the cement particles to get strong concrete with the least amount of Portland cement in it. That's a lot about cement. Um, Christiana, will you tell us uh, briefly about our offer to the, the callers today? Now, we have two books from Mr. Nordmeyer that he's going to be giving away on the condition that you sign it and then pass it on to someone else so that way they can be able to learn from these list of failures and continue that chain going. All you have to do is call in at 210-308-8867. That's 210 308 
888-888-8867. Just give us a call, ask for the book, and we will be able to send it out to you so that way you can begin learning your way to success. Before we go and take a break, uh, will you mention how what you learned from um, the professionals that you were training uh, to to spray the the topical on the bricks? Okay, we were uh, glazing brick, and we needed to spray a coating on it that was about an eighth of an inch thick. So I hired a professional painter. And he understood how to spray a coating that was two mils thick, two thousandths of an inch thick. And I was never able to train him to spray thicker. And so we had to finally leave and uh, hire a man off the street and teach him how to spray what we needed. (laughs) Because he was easier to teach, right? He was easier to teach. It's hard to unlearn anything, no matter who you are. Well, it seems that you could be taken under the perspective that you don't like working with professionals, but really, it's just about people who try to apply it where it doesn't fit, right? That is correct. Well, don't change that channel. We still have more to cover with Herb about his book, Failing My Way to Success, his experience in working with concrete. So stay tuned for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're here with self-publishing author and chemist, Herb Nordmeyer. We actually got a call during our break, and we have our first first book winner, Mr. Marcos Perez. Thank you, Mr. Perez. If you are still listening, we have your information, and we will be sending you a copy of Herb's book, Failing My Way to Success, Volume 1. And so just to explain one more time what his challenge is, to uh, read the book, get something out of it, and then pass it on? Yes, sir. And with each time it is passed on, the person should read it, find somebody that could benefit from the book, and pass it on again. And then just sign it so that uh, as more and more people are reading it, they can see how many people have benefited from it. And that's a great chain to start by being able to learn not only from your own failures, but from another person's. So we still have one book left. If you want your chance to win this free book and start your signature chain, call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Just ask for a copy of the book and we will send that issue out to you. Herb, tell us how you uh, took your uh, concrete chemistry uh, career and are using it post-retirement. Well, first off, uh, after I retired, I set up a consulting firm and uh, provided help to people who needed my expertise. Then I was pushed to go to Haiti. And my response was, no, I don't need to go to Haiti. I was pushed by some more. It was suggested that I move to Haiti for 10 years to do things that they needed done in concrete. I said, no. My wife said it much louder. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I agreed to go for one week. I would only go one time. And I went and I met Pastor Benoit, the president of the Lutheran Church of Haiti. He took me to Jubilee, which at the time was the worst slum in Haiti, 
This is a place that the police refuse to go, even to this day, because it is so dangerous. He took me there and introduced me to some of the people, and they invited me into their homes. There was uh, one house that was about 80 square feet. The lady had 11 children living with her. Wow. Five of them were hers. Six of them were her grandchildren. Wow. The parents of the grandchildren had died in the cholera epidemic. Oh. And besides housing all of those people, she had a mattress rehabilitation business in that house. Three of them, she was getting into school. I asked her about the next, the rest of them, and she held up five fingers and said, next year. About that time, Pastor Benoit challenged me to come up with a disaster-resistant structure that would withstand earthquakes and hurricanes that the people could build themselves, and the material cost would be $1,000 U.S. or less. Two months later, I was back in Haiti learning the customs, learning the available building materials and things like that. And then I started contacting everybody I had ever worked with to get ideas on how to build such a house. In the end, I was a failure. What was the failure? The cost came out $2,800 rather than $1,000. Wow. That is quite a difference. And uh, it's basically the cheapest house that will withstand earthquakes, hurricanes, and tornadoes that can be built. I didn't do it myself. I went to people like David South with Monolithic Incorporated and worked with things that he had developed, and we worked together and we improved the structure. Oh, good. Will you just remind us uh, what came about in Haiti that uh, brought Haiti to everyone's attention? Well, there was an earthquake about 10 years ago, and a vast majority of the structures in Haiti collapsed. Uh, A lot of them were built out of concrete, but the concrete was shall we say, lousy, or we can say it was crap. (laughs) Uh, There are a few uh, Haitian words that I could add that you might object to me using on the air. (laughs) And uh, so uh, uh, people went in and uh, they started rebuilding. Some of the structures that were rebuilt uh, or built to replace collapsed at the next hurricane. What was that one called? Let's see. I don't remember that one, but the one after that was Matthew. Okay. They've had a bunch of disasters in the past 10 years. Uh, Right. Uh, Some people say that Haiti is a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, In Hurricane Matthew, uh, I was in Leogan examining failures And there were four earthquake-resistant and hurricane-resistant houses certified by the Spanish Red Cross that had collapsed. And what it amounted to is the design was there, but the implementation using bad material is what caused the collapse. Oh, no. So one of the things I determined then was we needed decent concrete And there wasn't any decent concrete being made in Haiti. And so what did you do? Well, I worked with the people, working with what was available, and we developed a process to make better concrete. And this was memorialized in the book, Quality Concrete from Crap. Okay, that's another book. That's another book, and the uh, it is published in Haitian Creole uh, under the title Kalatipentenkaka. Uh, 
And uh, we have made that available in Haiti as an EPUB, and thousands of copies have been given away for free. Now, speaking about giving away for free, we did get our next caller. Miss Sally Foster has been our new winner for... The Failing My Way to Success, Volume 1 book. Now, Ms. Foster and Mr. Perez, if you are both still listening, remember, your duty is to receive these books, read them, find anything that you can learn from these many failures that Herb has been open to share. And once you finish reading this book, you are to sign it and give it to the next person so that way they can grow from this book and help others continue that chain. Now, not many people are open to even sharing one mistake that they did, let alone 300. How have you been able to use these failures and push yourself to become the chemist that you are? Well, one thing my parents expected me to. (laughs) And how can I say no to my mother? When she says, you will. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have a a good mother that's encouraging. And uh, I've been encouraged from your book, too, Herb. So uh, if if there's other people out there that are listening that want a copy of your book, uh, they can find it on Amazon, right? That is correct. So they just search for your name or for the title of the book, Failing My Way to Success, and they can have it delivered to their home by good old Amazon. Correct. Uh, At one time, I had tried selling uh, uh, books uh, from my website, but I travel. And when somebody orders a book and I happen to be in Haiti for six weeks or a month or what have you, they have to wait for delivery, and that does not make people happy. Well, fortunately, if you can't even order on Amazon to get your physical book, you still have that free ebook, Living with Cancer, The Intense House Guests. That's available on smashwords.com, right, Herb? Uh, that is correct. Uh, my wife went through cancer in. 1997, and when I start choking up, uh, my two companions can fill in for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, Judy had a two-year chance of survival of 15, 1-5%. I was writing devotions for our church at the time, and all of them kept coming out related to cancer. Our friend Alice Clement suggested we publish these in a book about cancer. Uh, we Heard the Wings of Angels. And then later, Stephen Ministers came to us and said, we need a training program for people who are ministering to cancer patients. So we wrote another book. And both of them are combined at smashwords.com under uh, Cancer, That Intense House Guest. So you have it right there. If you want to get a free ebook, just visit smashwords.com. Ordering a book to be delivered can be seen on Amazon. But right now, don't change that channel because you're still going to be listening to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. Don't change that channel. are a veteran or spouse at least 65 do not apply for VA benefits until you learn about new regulations passed in 2018. Attorney Todd Marquardt is accredited to appeal denied benefit claims. The Marquardt Law Firm is hosting a free VA regulation and aid seminar October 24th at Northwood Presbyterian Church, 518 Pike Road in San Antonio, hosted by Attorney Brittany Lastition. Learn about these changes and how to better qualify for a non-service connected veterans pension. Register by calling 210-530-4278 MarquardtLawFirm.com You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Mark Court Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Mark Court Law Firm can help you do just that. 
It can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas. We are live today here on Saturday, and we are talking with Herb Nordmeyer, who just shared with us a way for you to get one of his free e-books on Smashwords.com, is Living with Cancer, the Intense House Guest. Herb, that was your jumping off point as an author, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. I had been writing devotions before then, and uh, uh, this was just a natural progression. And you mentioned that uh, your desire to write that publication was because of Judy and that she only had a 15% chance of survival. Um, But you wouldn't have had these other books published uh, unless she's still around, right? Uh, That is correct. Uh, It's been over 20 years now, and she is still going strong, which shows that even the best databases in the world can be wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she helps you publish every book. That that is correct. What is that uh, publication process like? Well, the first thing is... You have to admit that you're going to make mistakes in the process and that you need to work through them. Uh, I started off in writing, and after I have written 50 or 100 pages, I print it off, and I have Judy go over it. Well, I continue writing some more, and then... uh, After she goes over it and makes the changes, there's editing. This was not clear. That was not clear. Uh, Have no idea what this word is that uh, I had written down. And uh, we come up with a second draft that Judy goes over with a red pen and bleeds all over it. go uh, through this a number of different times, and then I looked at publishing through a uh, uh, mainline publisher, and I found out that it's very difficult to get published by a mainline publisher unless you have a big name in your subject and uh, that there is a big demand for it. So I looked into self-publishing. There used to be what was known as the Vanity Press, where if you spent sent them $5,000, they would publish the book and send you two copies. Uh, that did not make sense to me, but I found Lightning Source and set up with them where I would do the publishing and they would do the printing. Okay. And uh, so the books have to be formatted with uh, an Adobe Acrobat of a special kind, and uh, uh, the cover has to be developed. Uh, There has to be two pages left at the end for the lightning source people to use. In other words, lots of little things. In Smashwords, they have their own series of things that you can download from them as to how the document has to be developed. And then it all gets sent in. They look it over. They approve uh, the documents. And they send a copy, which you can look at, find mistakes on, correct, or approve for publishing. Uh, Lightning Source goes ahead and uh, puts it on Amazon and makes it available for any bookstore that wants to buy them. 
That's a really amazing process to hear that even if you can't go through the main line, you're still able to self-start yourself. Now, Herb, we've gone over with your failures and your experiences in learning where your strengths and where your weaknesses are, and one of the weaknesses being dyslexia. Did you find one of your strengths being can you draw? Did you make any of these illustrations in your book? If I draw a circle, you might think it's a square. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not quite that bad, but uh, I do not have the ability to draw. And uh, so when we were publishing devotions, uh, booklets, I got a hold of, I was referred to a lady, uh, Deborah Salinas, who was teaching art at Shepherd of the Hills Lutheran School, and asked her if she could draw covers for us. She agreed. She did an excellent job when it came time to uh, illustrate Animals I Have Hated. I went back to her, and she got two of her art students from middle school, and they did the illustrations for it. So as I needed... That's amazing. So these books, um, some of them have led to or are combined with your going to Haiti, right? You have a book. That is correct. Tell us about that one. Okay. Uh, The first book that I wrote about Haiti is entitled Homes for Jubilee. This is for that worst slum. Uh, And... One of the reasons I could work so well in Jubilee is the head of the Voodoo Rara gang put me under his protection. So where the police could not go, I could go. And uh, we uh, taught people how to build. And when Hurricane Matthew showed up, uh, we got complaints about the houses we built in Jubilee. They could only put 40 people in each house. This wow. is in 300 square feet. Wow. <laughs> you know, so in other words, there was standing room only and not much of that. Okay. Uh, and uh, then, as I mentioned earlier, the bad concrete in Haiti and the lack of decent materials. Uh, we needed a book uh, on how to make better concrete. So quality concrete from, oh, and the uh, uh, the Homes for Jubilee, uh, we translated into Haitian Creole uh, under the name Kepo Jubilee. And uh, then uh, uh, we wrote the uh, book uh, Quality Concrete from uh, Crap, translated it into Haitian Creole, under the name Kalati uh, Benton Kaka, and it is available both in print and uh, as an EPUB uh, throughout Haiti. So, how would you describe uh, your desire to help the people of Haiti? Why go to Haiti? Lots of people have asked me that question. Uh, one, my entire life has given me a set of skills that people in Haiti need. The second thing is the people in Haiti are receptive to what I'm teaching. And they keep insisting on calling me Dr. Nordmeyer (laughs) or Professor Nordmeyer. And I tell them, if you call me Grandpapa, I will take two questions off the final exam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you call me Dr. Nordmeyer or Professor Nordmeyer, I will add five very hard questions to the... So suddenly, I have thousands of grandchildren in Haiti. <laughs> so I'm sure that they ask you the same question, though, the, the people of Haiti. When they ask you, why do you do this for us, what do you tell them? Our God wants us to do it. And they say, we want to know your God. That allows me to talk about Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. And uh, one of the certified instructors that we have also is a Haitian pastor. And he takes them 
and becomes a uh, mentor for them as their faith develops and as they have questions about making good concrete in Haiti. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I wanted to remind everyone that our, our sponsor, Marquardt Law Firm, focuses on business and estate law. And you know, Herb, that we do uh, last wills, living trusts, and estate plans for people. And I like to ask our guests about their legacy. For example, my legacy to uh, my children would be my baseball card collection to my middle son, Thomas, and all of my books to my daughter, Caitlin. What would you say your legacy is? I would like the people that I have taught in Haiti, especially those that we have certified as instructors, to take what they have learned throughout Haiti and then to take it to other world, other parts of the world that need it. Currently, we have invitations to go to Pakistan. They would like two million houses built there. Uh, Uganda. Ghana and Cameroon. Uh, Cameroon and uh, Uganda both have French as a primary language, and um, our instructors are excellent in French. That would be an end. I just want to see them take uh, what they're learning and spread it wherever it is needed. That's very ambitious, How is that going to be funded? That is a good question. (laughs) Uh, We are looking at funding. We have uh, uh, a group of individuals has started a uh, uh, LLC called uh, Hearts of Concrete dot Hearts of Concrete LLC, and they have a website. Uh, heartsofconcrete.org uh, and working on a uh, uh, tax-exempt certificate uh, at the moment. So they, they're accepting donations? Yes. Well, this has been a really great episode. Thank you, Herb, for sharing with us all of your experience and what your goals are to continue making this impact. Tune in next week when we come back talking about Medicare laws with Rick Hood. So thank you for listening to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marcourt. Stay tuned next Saturday at 11. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.